Hey guys, welcome to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. My name is Bailey Garner. I'm the host. And each week we call my dad, Toby Slough, and we just talk about common struggles that we all have in our day-to-day life. And he gives some awesome wisdom. So we want to invite you to peek in on our conversation so that you can glean from his wisdom as well. So let's call my dad. Hello, Bailey, Diane. Dad, how are you? I'm good. I brought a special friend today. (laughs) You had some. (laughs) (laughs) She's so special. She's my friend. She's my wife. She's your mom. And today we have been married 37 years. Happy anniversary. (laughs) That's amazing. It's nice to have a special friend that you've been married to. (laughs) This is my special friend. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Dad. We're starting out strong here. (laughs) I know, right? Well, Well, we've been wanting to get mom on and... We all know who the real wisdom is in this family. And mm-hmm. two things, though, before we get started, uh, I don't want to chit chat too much because, you know, Prissy Chambers might be watching saying there's too much chit chat. Is that what she but said? <laughs> she wasn't talking about ours. She was oh, talking okay. about something she listened to. One okay, is okay. if you get, I need, we have a serious prayer vigil going right now for Howard. Uh-oh. Howard <laughs> That's is the dog, to, by the way. He is Howard the dog is walking to the doctor and tiptoeing home tomorrow. <laughs> he will be barking oh. in a tenor voice tomorrow. He like, has no. no idea what's happening. He can sense it. He can sense it. So, um, okay. And uh so that's one. Number two is you guys that have been keeping up as Bailey has been going Uh-oh. on and on about the garden. Oh, Lord, I know. Sent me a going. video yesterday, <laughs> and she was pointing out the little buds on the, all the plants and the ones she knew what they were. And then she backed off a little bit. Guys, it looked like a weed farm. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I wonder how much those plants could flourish if the nutrients were not going through the weeds. So, Bailey, grab a hoe and get after it, girl. <laughs> Hey, I actually did do some yesterday while Gideon was fishing. So I, my goal is like work around this plant and then tomorrow I'll work around this plant because there's a lot of weeds. It's overwhelming. All right. Enough chit chat. I want Chris to get mad at us. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. I know today you guys want to talk a lot about mom's side. You know, we're yeah. getting more and more calls and um, messages from mates of those who are struggling with mental health issues and yeah. knowing the best way to respond. And uh, yeah. so I would just say this, and then I'm going to get off because I, okay. I, I, I just want mom and you to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But let me say something, man. Uh, I learned 28 years ago that, man, what a godly partner, mm-hmm. what kind of anchor they can be in your life. She is mm-hmm. the voice of God for me in a season where I was I mean, I, you talk about irrational fear. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I went through this season, B, where I needed her more than she needed me, mm-hmm. which is hard for men. Yeah. But let me tell you something. It, it changed our marriage, too, that mm-hmm. we became more partners uh, than ever before. God mm-hmm. forges it in the fire. So, man, if there's a mate, whether it's a husband or a wife, I know this is mostly women because you're a girl, I'm half girl, uh, that we attract here, but 
But man, you need to listen carefully to what Micah mm-hmm. says today. I don't know what she's going to say, but I, but I'm going to tell you this: she knows what she's talking about. You might take your spot. So, Watch out. She very well may, and she really loves microphones and cameras. So I'm going to I'm going to hand you this other piece. Okay, thank in, you. And I'm going to flip this your way. Okay. And I'm going to me and me and Howard are going to go have a Jesus walk. Bye. <laughs> Hey, Mama! Just the girls today. I know. How cool is that? Fun. Good. I'm so happy that you're you agreed to do this because, like Dad said, you don't always love to be in the spotlight. You're very much a behind the scenes kind of gal. Yeah, but this is different. Yeah, it's it's important. important. So, Mm -hmm. um, I know Dad helps so many people that are struggling with it, but for the mm-hmm. spouse, it's a real thing too. So yep. Yep. It's important. Yeah. Well, um, I want to talk about, cause we, you know, on the podcast a few times, we've heard about dad's part of his story when he first started struggling with his panic and anxiety, um, mm-hmm. when he was at South Lake. And so I want to kind of get your side of the story, you know, of what you remember. We've actually probably never really talked about this because mm-hmm. I think as a spouse, you, or even just if you have a kid that's struggling, you wonder like, well, what is it? How did you, when did you realize it? How did you know? Yeah. Like, what were the signs that you saw before he was actually verbalized it to you? Mm-hmm. Um, or did you even know what was going on until he told you? I mean, I probably just thought it was stress and, mm-hmm. you know, but I just noticed that he was kind of pulling away. Like we, you, the kids and yeah. I, y'all, we would be going out to play outside or we'd go swim or something and he wouldn't come, you mm-hmm. know? And, and so I, I just felt like he was pulling away and I knew he wasn't sleeping good. Yeah. And, um, so I really think I just thought it was stress from mm-hmm. the job and, mm-hmm. you know, and so I didn't, I don't know that I knew what to do. I just tried to give him space. And when he needed to not be out there, you know, with us and Mm -hmm. that was fine. And, um, and then the more I knew that he wasn't sleeping and Mm -hmm. then I would just pray. I mean, pray and pray and pray. Yeah. I mean, so how did you, what was your initial thought when he told, you know, when he told you he was struggling like, cause I think a lot of people probably feel a lot of things that they're scared to admit, you know, whenever mm-hmm. something like this is going on with someone they love. Yeah. I mean, it was really scary for me and mm-hmm. so different because our makeup is really different. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I had no way to understand that his mind was just racing about yeah. different things. And irrational things that were very, very real to him Yep. that I just thought, well, that doesn't make sense. I mean, you know, in my standard line that he said, <laughs> I'm famous for yeah. is just don't think about it because yeah. I, for me, not, not understanding that whole irrational side, I just thought, well, that's not going to happen. Why are you thinking that's going to happen? You know, yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and of course he did, but mm. 
in the middle of the night when his heart's racing and his mind's racing and he's so tired and he hasn't been eating. I mean, you know, his body was not able to function to where his mind could mm-hmm. do the things it needed to mm-hmm. do. So I feel like I didn't know what to do, you yeah. know, and I didn't know what to say and I didn't know when to step in and when to step back. And so that was very hard for me at first. Yeah. So uh, my, I was wondering when you don't know what to do like that, what did you do to figure out how to handle it? You know, <laughs> how did you figure I, that out? <laughs> I think it took time, but, um, I can remember, you know, I would ask him, mm-hmm. are you okay? Or, you know, how are you feeling today? And sometimes it would be, you know, he didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he would, but I think I just had to learn. And I, and I told him but this was farther in, but I just told him because he would say, I don't want you to worry. I don't want to bother you with it. And I said, I can't not know what's yeah. going on. I've got to know, like, I can't yeah. know how to pray for you if you don't tell me what's going on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not fair to me mm-hmm. for you to try to protect me from it. Like mm-hmm. we're in this together, mm-hmm. but I can't help you if I don't know what's going on, totally. you know? And, and mm-hmm. I know he didn't want to, he didn't want to burden me. He didn't want yeah. it to be hard for me. And so I get that, but at the same time, like we are in it together, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. so I think it was just, it was a process on my, I mean, he was yeah. doing his work, going to his counselor and all that, but it was a process for me too, to figure out the best way I could help him, mm-hmm. you know? How do you personally how did you stay healthy? Because you had to be a healthy version of you in order to support him. What did you do to keep yourself going? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I think I probably had lots of, um, of added quiet time for myself (laughs) and lots of, of praying. And I had some friends that I could call and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, be praying for me today. This is this is hard. Like I'm struggling. I don't know. I don't know when to be, you know, just supportive, when to be firm, when to be, you know, because part of me, my personality was like, okay, let's go. Like, let's get, you know, and, um, that wasn't helpful. You know, I just, I needed to just be there, which is what, you know, he tells people is just be there. And so I had to, But, um, I also just, I just needed to be making sure that I was being filled up and that I had the presence and the peace that I needed so Mm -hmm. that I could be there for him. Yeah. Cause I think about it, you had younger kids. I mean, we were younger too. So you were Mm -hmm. also pouring out on us constantly. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so you know, I think about if it were me and I would just want to help. And I I think some people might be wondering, like, I just want to fix it. How can I help? And so Mm -hmm. knowing that just being there and just listening. And then also, you know, dad talks a lot about how sometimes he didn't want to talk about it because he felt shameful about it, Mm -hmm. you know, and, Mm -hmm. and that was something he battled a lot. And we hear that from a lot of people. They're like, 
you know, I just feel a lot of shame. I don't want to admit it to someone. And mm-hmm. so how do you feel like you combat combated his shame? How did you help him with that? I, I think that was the, maybe one of the hardest things. Cause I just wanted him to know that mm-hmm. I didn't think he was weak. I didn't yep. think that he was, um, that, that, that I was having to be the strong one. I just wanted him to know how much I loved him. I wanted to know that I was in this with him. I wanted him to know that, you know, that I didn't think that he wasn't going to get better. I, I didn't want him to feel like it was his problem or, or that he should feel shame. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I just, I wanted him so badly to know that I was here, that I, I loved him so much and I just wanted him to get better, but it didn't mean that, that it was too hard or that I felt like he was doing anything wrong or that Mm -hmm. he wasn't, you know, even, even if there were days where I thought, well, I wish he would be able to hang out with us. It wasn't like, I felt like he should. I just knew that he couldn't right now. Yeah. And and that was okay. I mean, he needed to get better and he needed to to feel that peace again that that I knew. And so I didn't want him to feel that way. I felt so bad that he felt mm-hmm. that way and so I just tried constantly to say this is not you can't feel bad. This is not something that you're like choosing. This is something that you're, you're dealing with, but it doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't make you a burden to me, you know? And, and I know for a man, yeah, that that's such a hard thing, you know, cause he yeah. felt like he needed to be the strong one that right. he needed to be. And I was like, not, you know what, if you can't, Mm -hmm. then that's okay right now. Like I know Mm -hmm. this, you know, it's not going to be like this forever. And if it's like this for a long time, we'll, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You've always been really intentional with the way you support people. I mean, I remember growing up having a hard day and you putting like a note in my lunch or something. (laughs) And I, I wondered if you would share any like ways you were intentional with dad or even with us when we were struggling might not have been to the same extent, but you know, um, we had lots of, I went through a lot of girl drama growing up and Ross has his own issues. <laughs> we won't talk about them. Um, we could, but what were some things you did as, cause you're just such a strong rock for our family. And um, I know that's because you were being filled up by the, the spirit and you've been always been, you know, so connected to God, but what were some tangible things that you felt like really impacted that you were did intentionally to impact dad or even us growing up? Well, I think, um, up to that point, I mean, I was always a prayer. I mean, I was, uh, but I, I was never really an out loud, you know, and, (laughs) and dad and I would pray together, but it was not, I think it just at that point it uh-huh. became very real. Like yeah. so if I if he was up in the middle of the night or if he was 
about to go on stage to preach or whatever. I just, I mean, I held him close Mm -hmm. and prayed over him and, um, and that was, that was a powerful thing Mm -hmm. for sure. And, um, and I did do scriptures (laughs) and, you know, and, um, just made sure that I told him, Mm -hmm. I believe, I believe in you. Like, Mm -hmm. I know you can do this. I know, you know, I love you. We're here for you. Um, and a lot of times because what I think one thing I think about now that, um, was a little bit different was he, he needed me more than I think he had been before, you know, cause he right. was he's a very confident person yeah. and, and we had a good relationship, but he, I wouldn't think that he would be the one that would be like always calling and texting. Yeah. And, and at that time he needed me, mm-hmm. like he was calling me more. He was talk, you know, just more than, and I, I think at first it was kind of like, you know, I didn't really know what to do with that mm-hmm. because it was different. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I had to just be like, okay, you know what? He's, I'm here for you. Like mm-hmm. you need me. I don't care if it's five million times a day or yeah. if it's, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. Then, and, and so when you're not used to that, it seems kind of hard. It's kind of like, well, dude, why are you calling me again? You know, <laughs> um, but I think that's the thing that I had to be like, this is what he, he just, I don't know what he needs to hear, or I don't know if it's just, he needs to know that I'm here. I don't know what it is, but okay, yeah. we're going to do this. And, um, so to make myself available, I think, yeah. you know, and to yeah. not feel like, um, to let him know it wasn't bothering me, right. you know? Right. But, um, but I, I always have felt like that God would give me the words to say, and I would ask for that, you know, I'd ask that. And then, and, and the scriptures or whatever, you know, whatever it was, cause you know, I didn't know, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I just, I started trusting and knowing that Mm -hmm. even if I didn't feel like I could do it or fix it, that I knew that God could, or that he could help me know what to do because, um, there was lots of times I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think about, you know, we've talked a lot about the heart and the stuff, and I think there might be a lot of people in the middle of it and wanting, needing some hope for the future. And like dad talks about, he's not been fully healed of what he's gone through and or what, mm-hmm. what he still goes through as far as panic and anxiety goes, or, and you are still constantly supporting him. I mean, mm-hmm. I get to see it think, on a regular basis, but what are some good things? Like he mentioned, y'all got stronger in your relationship, but what are some things, good things that have come out of these trial by, is it fire trial by yeah, fire try. moments, <laughs> you know, that you can encourage some other people in? Yeah, I think, um, we, we communicate better because we know it's so important, you know, and, and so when, when I know that he's struggling, then, then I just ask him like, 
how are you doing today? Do you need me? You know what? And, and if he, if he has some specific, he'll tell me. And if not, you know, then I just know just to pray for protection or, um, just for peace for him, you know? Um, but I also just, I think that we know, um, that, to keep the main thing, the main thing. That's another one of his sayings. Cause yeah. you know, I mean, there's little things that when we were first married that would become big things. Mm-hmm. And I think now we've just, you know, that's not worth, mm-hmm. you know, making yeah. that a big thing because what we want to keep is our relationship and it open and, and, you know, knowing if like, cause he does the same for me. If mm-hmm. I'm, quiet or something, you know, someday. And he'll, he'll know Mm -hmm. that I'm struggling with something. Mm -hmm. And of course we, you know, like we've been married for 37 years. So we kind of know those, those things and the triggers and stuff. But, um, but I feel like just being, you know, he's there for me when I need it. And it's bonding y'all. I mean, Y'all are yeah. truly our best friends. I mean, you're my parents, but I can, we get to see it, you know, on, from an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you go through stuff like that, then it forces you to connect on a level that <clears throat> you might not have connected on before. Right. And, and so, you know, that's one way that God redeems some of the hard stuff that we go through, I think. Right. And right. I'm, thankful, I'm thankful for that, that he works things out for good, even if mm-hmm. it's causes, if it's pain, you know, that you go through. Oh yeah. But I also want to remind everyone listening and you that, you know, dad gets to share his story and he, if he impacts so many people with his authenticity, but you being the supporter and the one who was his rock and, you know, or your role has been just as important and just as impactful. And I just, I know there's going to be people that listening that who haven't got to hear this side of the story. And I'm just in this side of this perspective and they feel really alone because it's not necessarily their personal issue, but it is Mm -hmm. at the same point, you know, and Mm -hmm. to know that they're okay to ask for help and they're okay to admit to others that they're struggling, you know, um, cause it, it could be to a different degree, but they, they need to also be able oh, to yeah. it how they're feeling, you know? Oh, definitely. That I had a friend whose husband also has dealt a lot with anxiety. Yeah. And so every once in a while we'll see each other and mm-hmm. she'll, she'll be like, okay, what'd you do? Yeah. What'd you, how, you know, yeah, I can't, you know, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I know it's, it's not easy. And there are days cause she's a very strong yeah. and like, okay, we're going to fix this you yeah. know, kind of person. <laughs> and I'm like, I go, yeah, you kind of, you kind of sit back and wait a minute and then you go, okay, well we're done with this. So let's go, <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's what I like, but yeah, you, you gotta, Mm-hmm. give them time. And then you, oh, I just would always tell her, yeah, we're going to do this for a little bit and then we're going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Not that, that really happens, but yeah. I think for those of us who, uh-huh. who are that way, we're kind of, you know, 
we could yeah. laugh about it. Well, to have someone to talk to is huge. And I know you've been a support for so many people and like even my friends, they've been able to contact you and you're so open just like that. And so we talked about last week that sometimes people don't know who to talk to. And that's what a lot of Go Be Ministries was formed out of was wanting mm-hmm. to be there for people and give resources and support. And so I I think you'd be okay with this, but I wanted to ask if you would be okay with, if there is someone who like has no one to talk to, mm-hmm. um, that they could, you know, we could set them up with you just as a support system. Um, of course. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because there's no, I mean, dad is for sure always said this, that, you know, he, he promised that mm-hmm. God would walk through this with him and he would always be there for somebody. And, and I truly believe that like, you don't, you go through something and you either get bitter and, you know, let it take you down or you use it to help other people because Mm -hmm. there's always going to be somebody coming behind you. That's going to go through something similar. And, and it, you know, that way you didn't go through it for nothing, totally. you know? And mm-hmm. so I'm always good. Going to say yes to that. Good. Well, at the end of the show, I'll tell them how we, they can get in contact and through me. And then we can set that up because I think just people yeah. knowing that they can talk to someone who understands, you know, um, whether it's their, their spouse, their loved one, or their child is going through it. Because I know that you've mm. supported a lot of, um, me and Ross, but then other, you know, spiritual sons and daughters through things like this. So, Mm -hmm. um, I am so appreciative of you being able to speak into this and I hope to have you more and, um, get some more wisdom from you because you're just overflowing with it. And I'm thankful that people are getting to hear your voice because it's very important. So Mm. thank you, mom. Well, y'all are doing awesome. (laughs) And so if I can add a little bit, I will. (laughs) Well, at the the very end, we always ask, I always ask dad, like as a takeaway, the top thing that, that he would want someone to remember whenever they walked away from this episode So do you have one thing, like we've talked about it all and it can be something that you reiterate, but the one thing you would hope someone who has a loved one struggling with their mental health that they would remember from today's episode? I think just for me, it was, I didn't have to understand it Mm -hmm. because I couldn't because Mm -hmm. it was not my makeup. And so I, I is even if I couldn't understand it, I could love him. Yep. Like I could, I could, um, be there for him, love him, do whatever I could. And I didn't have to, to understand fully mm-hmm. because it wasn't, it really wasn't, I wasn't able to. Mm-hmm. And, um, but just for him to know that I would do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that I could to help him in the way that I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to understand. I, I just would tell that to whoever it's, it's just, it's a hard thing and it's not something that you can understand if you're not wired that way. Right. You can't understand it, but you can still be there and show up and love and that's what you mostly need. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, thanks, mom. Yes, it's been so fun. Yeah, I love chatting with you. And I know, I know. Um, 
we're going to have to tell the people that one of the reasons I don't pull weeds very well is because mom <laughs> used to use that as punishment for me. <laughs> well, so I have, I I mean, have trauma. <laughs> yeah, but you have three kids. So if you don't want to pull weeds. <laughs> I know. And I've actually considered that. But then I'm kind of afraid they would pull an actual plan out and because they're not paying attention. So, but I'm getting more, I like it a little bit more than I used to, but <laughs> it's kind of therapeutic. I don't know why. It kind of is kind of therapeutic. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, I forgive you for that. Now I now I see why you gave me that that as a punishment. So because you were like know. getting something yeah. checked off the list as well. It's actually exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Well, at the end of every episode, we always act like Gideon and say our his signature, his signature. Uh, no. So I love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Y'all, didn't you just love my mom? She is the sweetest person I've ever met really. Um, and if you didn't watch on YouTube, um, then you don't know that she's also the cutest. Um, I'm just so grateful that she was on today and could give such an amazing perspective that not a lot of people get to hear, honestly. And so thank you for listening. And she did mention that she's totally willing to chat with people that might not have anyone to talk to that are in a similar situation where a loved one of theirs, whether it's a child or a friend or a spouse, love, um, struggles with mental health. So you can email me, bailey at beagoby.com. Um, Gobi is spelled G-O-B-Y. I'll put it in the show notes, which is also which is the description of this episode. That, so that way you can email me and just say, hey, I'd love to talk to Micah sometime and she is the best person to talk to and she's such a calm and peaceful spirit and so I'm just so honored that y'all get got to hear from her um, because she's a joy so thank you for listening as always we're so grateful for you we love y'all so much and we'll see you next week